Welcome to Cathedral Square, hosted by Father Christopher Smith, Episcopal Vicar and Rector of Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, California. For the next half hour, you'll have an opportunity to find out about some of the history, little-known facts, and the upcoming events at the beautiful campus on the corner of Chapman and Lewis, or, as we like to say, at the intersection of faith and reason. Welcome to another edition of Cathedral Square with Father Christopher Smith. This is Jim Governale, program producer here at Orange County Catholic Radio, where we produce several different programs for the relevant radio network. Coming up in this next half hour, we're going to share some messages from our weekend masses at Christ Cathedral Garden Grove, as recorded on Facebook Livestream. On the first half of our broadcast, we'll feature a homily from the fourth Sunday of Advent. In our Gospel reading today, we hear about how wonderful it is to celebrate the birth of Emmanuel, God with us. Here's Father Christopher. You know, they say there are not a whole lot of things we can be absolutely certain about in life. But there is one thing that I am absolutely certain about today, and that is that every single one of us in the cathedral today has a name. If you don't, I don't want to know about it. We all have names. And names are important because names identify who we are. They separate us out, one from the other. And the unique name that each one is called indicates who we are. Names are very powerful. How we use names or how our names are used can make a big difference. Even the tone of how our name is used. For example, I remember when I was young, many years ago. <laughs> I mean a kid young, okay? So I remember that sometimes mom would say, Christopher, time to come for dinner. Oh, that's nice. I felt great about coming to dinner. And then there was, Christopher? Get in here. And then the old use the middle name. Christopher Herbert, get over here right now. Yes, that's my middle name, Herbert. That's what the H stands for, Grandpa. And then, oh, the worst of all. All three names are used. Christopher Herbert Smith, get in here right now. How we use names makes a difference. How we were named often has a story. Like I just said, my grandpa's name was Herbert, so mom and dad named me Herbert. You all have probably ways and reasons that you heard that how you got your name, you have reasons for how you named your children, and some of our names actually mean things too. For example, Christopher literally means one who bears Christ. Now, that's a very serious name based on a beautiful story, which I won't go into it, but it's about a, a giant man who carried a little kid across the river. The kid was really heavy. The giant said, it feels like you're carrying the world on, I'm carrying the world on my shoulders. The little boy said, yes, you are. My name is Jesus. And so... That name literally means the one who bears Christ. And it's an honor to be named with a name that uses the word Christ. And it's also quite a challenge. 
to even think I could measure up to the one after whom I am named. Names make a difference, in other words. Names matter. Today in the gospel, and in the first reading too, we hear the prophet saying and quoted, Matthew says, the one who is to come, born of Mary, will be the Messiah. And so what the scripture says is, the virgin shall be with child, she will bear a son, and his name will be Emmanuel, a name which means God who is with us. Beautiful reading right before Christmas, when we prepare to celebrate the birth of Emmanuel, God who is with us, not God who is way far away from us or not with us. No, God so with us to become flesh, that he became a human person just like us. Emmanuel, God who is with us. And we also believe, as disciples of Jesus, that God calls each one of us by name. And I'm thinking today that something that's really wonderful is that, yes, we all have our different names, but we all share the same name, and that's Christian. I'm not the only one that has the word Christ in my name. We all have the word Christ in our name, Christian. And as Christian people, those who believe in Christ, that means that we are to make God who is with us present to the world. And one of the ways that we can do that is by considering the power of names. For example, when we hear a name on the news or we read a name in the paper or we hear about people by name as Christians, we need to remember that every person is created in the image of God. And that means that we have to care about what happens to the names that we hear about or read about or of the people that we know. For example, making Christ present to the world means that we care when somebody else's name is violated, that we care when somebody else's good name is tarnished, that we care when somebody's name is thrown around as an insult or somebody who has a perfectly legitimate name is given another name in order to tear that person down. As Christians, we have to care what we do with the names of other human beings because all of us are created in God's image. We hear the names of those that perhaps we would rather not hear sometimes because they are the names of people who have hurt us. Maybe when we hear the name of somebody that has hurt us or betrayed us, we can take the opportunity to think, wow, Maybe it's time that I soften my heart a bit, or I wonder if now might be the time that I can extend my hand out and give forgiveness. At this holiday season, certainly the names of those that we have loved and who have gone before us, who have died, are on our hearts. Or when we hear a Christmas song that reminds us of the name of somebody, or we hear the name of somebody that we have loved, we might get sad because that person's not with us as brothers and sisters in Christ. Let's pray for each other. Let's give each other condolences. Let's understand the hurting hearts of grieving people who especially feel those losses at this time when the names of their loved ones are called. 
And then maybe there's our own names that we would just as soon not have somebody else here because we know perhaps we've been the cause of some kind of hurt or damage. And it might be time for us to reach out and to say, I am sorry. Maybe we run across a name of a person that we haven't thought of in years or talked to in years. We hear that name in conversation. We hear it again, perhaps in music or we read it. It might be time at this Christmas as disciples of the Lord to make God present among us by reaching out to that person and seeing if we can make contact again. And there are also the names of people that we don't even know. People that we see every single day, and we don't know what their name is. In fact, that might be true in church. It just might happen that we see somebody Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. We say hi, we say hello, but we don't know what the person's name is. Well, just in case, how about if you look around right this very minute and see if there's somebody whose name that you don't know. And tell them what your name is. Let's just take a minute to see. Look around and see. Maybe you don't know. Introduce yourself. You know, from my perspective, people in church that come on a regular basis tend to sit in the same place. (laughs) And maybe now is the first time you're really seeing who you're sitting next to. The name. Doesn't it make a difference? It makes a difference. I know that when people are are hurting or people are new to a place, just simply to ask, what is your name? Or to have somebody ask me, what is my name? Somehow it seems to change everything. Because now there is a real person with a real name behind that face, behind that presence. My brothers and sisters, how beautiful that God gave us the name of his son, Emmanuel, God who is with us. We prepare to celebrate his birth into the world in just a couple of days. As we prepare for that celebration, let's take this opportunity to remember that it is through each other that we bring God who is with us to the world. And let's also remember how thrilled God is every time we bring that name Emmanuel, we bring that presence of God to the events and circumstances of our lives. Blessed be the names of all of us who are gathered here today. How wonderful the opportunity we have during these Christmas days to come to bring that name to the world and to honor and treasure the names of one another.
And you're listening to Cathedral Square. Thanks for tuning in today. Now for the second half of today's program, we'll hear from Father Christopher and a timely homily that he delivered on Christmas morning 2019, making history as the very first Christmas in Christ Cathedral. We'll also enjoy just a small sample of some of the glorious music we heard that day. Once again, Father Christopher Smith. Life is full of announcements. Announcements at the airport about flights that you're supposed to catch or maybe that you've already missed. Announcements in stores about fabulous sales and it seems that the announcement about the fabulous sales start about tomorrow again for next Christmas. Anyway, lots of announcements about sales these days. There are announcements about activities in church every Sunday at Christ Cathedral. We make announcements. We have announcements in the bulletin. There are other kinds of announcements. The announcements of the birth of a child. A sad announcement about the death, perhaps, of somebody that we knew and loved. Announcements about a couple getting married. Announcement about the wedding and when it is and inviting you to be there. Life is full of announcements. I'm thinking about announcements today because Christmas reminds us of perhaps the most troubling and perhaps the most marvelous announcement that has ever been made in the history of humanity. And that was the announcement that was made by the angel Gabriel to a young woman named Mary. And the angel said, as we know, to Mary, you shall conceive and have a son, and that son will be called the Son of God. You will conceive by the power of the Holy Spirit, was that announcement. And Gabriel announced to Mary that God loves us so much that God sent his son to become a flesh and blood person just like us with God's dream that we would come to know what God's profound love is life because we understand human love. And if God is a human being, maybe we'll see how profound that love is. And of course... That profound love ultimately gave its life for us and broke through the victory with the victory of resurrection. God loves us because we are God's beloved. I said that announcement was troubling because it had to have been troubling for Mary at first. She wasn't married yet to Joseph. And now this angel comes in. I mean, how would you like an angel to come into your kitchen one morning and say, oh, by the way, you're going to give birth to the Son of God? That had to trouble her at first. And yet, even though the announcement must have been disturbing, it was also overwhelming and powerful. And because she was a woman of such faith, she said, yes, I will do what God wants me to do. And because Mary said yes to that announcement, here we are over 2,000 years later in Christ Cathedral celebrating Christmas as 
Generation after generation after generation has done ever since that announcement was made to Mary and ever since the announcement of the angels in today's gospel proclaiming the birth of that child in Bethlehem. We are the recipients of that announcement. And as any announcement, an announcement makes a difference to the extent that it has an effect on your life. When we hear, for example, an announcement about a flight in an airport, well, if it's not our flight, we don't care what it's about. If we hear an announcement about a sale, well, if it's not a sale that we're interested in, we don't bother listening too much. If we don't know the person that's getting married, ah, somebody's getting married, but a whole different story. If it's our flight, a whole different story. If we know the person who's getting married or we happen to be the proud uncle again of three new babies in my family, yeah, that's a great announcement. Well, the announcement about God becoming one of us really makes a difference to us to the extent of whatever is going on in our lives. Because we gathered here this Christmas morning, all of us in a different place. And how we hear that announcement about God becoming one of us, God transforming us, God saying, you know, you are my beloved. We hear it through the ears of our life experience. I know there's some people in the church today who are sad because you recently lost somebody you love Or maybe Christmas is like that sometimes because we miss people that we love. Some of you today are hearing that announcement through the ears of an illness. You're not feeling well. You've been suffering somehow physically. And so it's hard to listen to any announcements about anything because maybe most of the announcements have just meant it's going to be a little bit more pain for you or days in bed or whatever it might be. Others of you hear that announcement about God loving us so much to send his son through the ears that are experiencing a life that's troubling right now. Maybe you're struggling in your job or there's a problem in your family or you're confused about something. Others of you are hearing the announcement about God sending his son to us from a really great place. Things are going really well. You're feeling good physically. You're feeling enthusiastic and glad about life. You're feeling hopeful. You're feeling energetic. We are all in different places, and that's how life is. We are in different places, and the good news today is the announcement never changes. The announcement is always the same. The announcement is always about God loving us so much to send a son to console us, to inspire us, to encourage us, to comfort us, to forgive us, to have mercy on us, to reassure us. And through whatever we might be experiencing personally in our lives today, And however we might be experiencing what is going on in the bigger world, let's listen carefully to that announcement. That God isn't way out there somewhere in la-la land, as they say. No, God is right here with us in our hearts, in this cathedral, in his word, in the sacrament. And in whatever place we are in our lives, it is that same loving God who is with us.
All right. Part of the deal at Christmas is to listen to the announcement. And then there's another part. And that part is that as those who are recipients of that announcement about God being present with us and loving us, then as God, the Lord's disciples, then we are to make that announcement to other people. I guess I'd like to put it this way. We are called in some ways this Christmas and always to be angels. Just like Gabriel who came and announced that good news to Mary. Now I know that everybody in the church today, you're angels every day. I'm sure that that's true. However, this is a special opportunity to make an announcement about the Lord's love to somebody that you encounter in your life. So I'd like to invite you to make a Christmas promise today. And that is that before you go to sleep tonight, that you will be an angel of comfort, of praise, of consolation, of mercy, of forgiveness, of help to somebody that you might encounter this day through an action of kindness, through a word. And that means that there's more than the angel Gabriel in this cathedral today. There's the angel Susan and the angel Tim. There's the angel Faye. There's the angel Michael. There's the angel Virginia. There's the angel Tad. There's the angel Mary. Look at all these angels here. All of your faces are those that can make that announcement of the Lord's love by the ways you give that love today before you go to sleep. No matter what's going on in our lives, the announcement is the same. We are the precious ones in God's eyes. We are God's beloved because God sent his beloved Jesus to each one of us. And so I get to be the one to remind us of the announcement today. God is with us. God is with every person here. God loves us and cares for us. Let's take that invitation to be angels of good news today to heart. Jesus Christ is born. Glory to God in the highest. Not just today, but every day. That's an announcement worth paying attention to. A very Merry Christmas to all.
been listening to the Cathedral Square Radio Show with Father Christopher Smith. To hear this program again or to download the podcast, go to OCCatholic.com and click Radio. Be sure to share and tell a friend as well. Have a blessed day.